0: First in the morning, morning, SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grutus. Good morning. A group of families of people killed by the apartheid government and the apartheid police during the struggle are asking for a report by the advocate, Dumis Ntzebeza, into the NPA to be made public. Ntzebeza was asked by the NPA to review the measures it adopted when it started to try and prosecute people who did not receive amnesty from the Truth Commission. I should add that Insebeza has huge experience of this. He was the evidence leader for the Truth Commission in the 1990s. Gina Sneiman is the in-house counsel at the Foundation for Human Rights. Gina, good morning.
1: Good morning, Stephen.
0: This report by Dumis Insebeza, what exactly did he look at?
1: Well, he was specifically requested to look at measures that have now been put into place by the MPA to finally investigate, move forward, and where possible prosecute perpetrators that you didn't apply for or didn't receive amnesty. We recognize now, the NPA has recognized, the courts have recognized that there has been high-level political interference into the NPA and into SAPS that prevented the furtherance of these prosecutions after the TLC process was wrapped up and several hundred matters were referred to the NPA for prosecution. That whole process stalled. So Advocate Infobesa SC was asked to... Conduct a review into measures the NPA has put in place to now proceed with these matters. And what he wasn't requested to do was an investigation into how this political interference occurred, but into what steps the NPA will now be taking as a corrective measure moving forward.
0: So you want this report public because then we'll actually get his view on what's likely to happen and whether the NPA will do its job properly.
1: Yes, we, we, the families and the organizations that are supporting them would like to see his assessment of whether the measures that the NPA is now implementing could lead to successful prosecutions and investigations, reopened inquests, what steps he has recommended they add in addition, if there are further resources that need to be allocated, and, and, and what, what shortcomings there might be so that families and the organizations support them can hold the NPA accountable to ensure that these steps are moved move forward now.
0: You made the point about um, political interference preventing this from happening in the past, and, and Vusi Pakoli has gone on the record uh, uh, as stating that in, in under oath. It seems to me still, China, that the NPA is still dragging its feet. I mean, and this is just my impression, but there seems to always be a, 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 a longer way to take. I take the longer way around, an inquest before a prosecution, a review of a review. Do you think it's still deliberate? Uh, it's,
1: it's, it's difficult to say what may be deliberate or, or what may be capacity issues or insufficient resources that are allocated specifically to, to TRC cases. We know that there is and immense pressure on the NPA for all the work that it's necessary to do around the country. But we've taken the view that because of how very quickly time is running out for perpetrators, the few perpetrators that may still be allowed to be prosecuted, that exactly as you say, Stephen, if there is an inquest or then a review, uh, it years can drag on before there are even successful prosecutions. And this is following decades of families, dedicated to ensuring that these matters are even looked at by the NPA in the first place. This is why we need to see what advocates and mere inter- inter- findings are, to see whether there are sufficient resources now um, that have been allocated to the NPA to its specialised prosecutorial and investigative teams so that these cases can move along quickly.
0: Gina Sneiman, thank you. The in-house counsel at the Foundation for Human Rights.